It's time for Blessed to Play on EWTN Radio, uncovering the role that faith plays in the lives of sports professionals from around the country. And now, here's your host, Ron Meyer. Fire score! My guest today is Erica Shahowski. She's quite a triathlete competing on the national scene and even on the world scene. But before she was a triathlete, she ran cross-country at Boston College, uh, Chestnut Hill. We'll talk about her uh, triathlete career, also running involved with that, but also her faith life, which is an incredible story in and of itself. I'd like to welcome Erica to Blessed to Play. Erica, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, what I found so interesting about your athletic career that you, you went to the uh, your undergraduate studies at the University of Dayton, and you didn't compete in track, cross-country, <laughs> swimming, anything of the sort. Uh, you were just a student there. So tell us how you got the bug to start running uh, and then migrate to triathlons. But ultimately, when you went as a graduate student to Boston College, you took up the sport of running in cross-country form. Yes, so you have that correct. And at the University of Dayton, I did not run at all. I actually did spend my last semester, though, of undergrad at Chaminade University in Honolulu, Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And there I actually trained and completed the Honolulu Marathon. So that's where I began running. And then COVID hit. And so I continued to run. I was thoroughly enjoying it. And then come to find out, I entered a couple 5Ks and ran them in a decently impressive time and slowly but surely was chipping away at my PR and then eventually made my way to Boston College, where I ran a very fast 5K in New Hampshire with a PR of 18.43 for the 5K and got curious, started doing some research on the Boston College cross-country team roster and realized I was kind of running near the times of those girls. So I reached out to the coach, um, Randy Thomas at the time, and he gave me the opportunity to try out for two weeks. And actually, after the first week, he told me, Erica, you're going to be added to the roster. <laughs> so Coach Thomas took a chance on you. You're added to the roster as a walk-on. But just talk about competing at the Division One level as a cross-country runner. Yeah, so it was an absolutely incredible experience, um, something that I never dreamed I'd really even have the opportunity to experience. Um, my cross-country season was actually cut short due to eligibility. So. My first race was the battle in Beantown, um, that cross-country season, and I actually ended up fainting with a quarter mile left to go, mm. and that was due to dehydration and poor nutrition, uh, and that actually brought the spotlight onto my name by the ACC and NCAA, and they realized I wasn't actively on the roster during COVID, so that my COVID year was actually in question. So amidst some discussions and things, it ended up not being granted to me the rest of my eligibility. But I had the experience to train with the team all through that fall season into December. Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting today with Erica Shahowski. She's a competitive triathlete uh, doing quite well on the national scene. And we'll talk about her qualifying for the worlds as well. But, uh, Erica, it's one thing to run cross country, but then to become a triathlete is a whole different set of disciplines. We're talking cycling, 
swimming and also running as well. So what gave you the, uh, the itch to become a triathlete? So actually my current boyfriend at the time did a triathlon and he encouraged me to uh, sign up for one, which I was a little bit hesitant at first, but then I decided, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe I'd be decent at it. And so sure enough, this summer, I decided to compete in it. And I feel like God speaks through people and he really wanted me to do it. So uh, that was the beginning of this wonderful journey that I'm now on. Well, the results kept pouring in. In fact, you on June 4th of 2023 were the first female overall out of 105 at the Fort DeSoto Sprint Triathlon. Um, and then you were the first female overall in the Tri-Walloon on July 20th. And then the United States of America Triathlon Nationals, 8th place out of 90. You were 11th place out of 90 for females 25 to 29. So quite competitive, and uh, you qualified for the Worlds. But talk about the United States of America Triathlon Nationals. That's quite an event, and you had to be happy with your results. I was absolutely thrilled. Uh, And to compete at Nationals, you have to qualify. So it was an honor in the first place just being able to go compete there. And then my goal, of course, was to qualify for Team USA for my age group, which I didn't know if I was going to be able to obtain it, but I certainly did. But I definitely give all the credit to God and my guardian angel for keeping me going. Well, talk about what you go through in running a triathlon. I know I've had uh, uh, people who've competed in the Ironman and I know what they go through, but it's very physical, but the mental toughness that you need to have as far as perseverance, uh, I'm sure there's times you want to give up on yourself, but you keep plugging along. Talk about what you go through, not only physically, but mentally as well as you're competing. Yeah. So mentally, it's definitely a challenge because it's very easy to fall into the despair and the pain of such a physical exertion and effort, but just remembering like why you're there and how grateful I am to be there. That's truthfully what keeps me going and just orienting it as a form of prayer to Mm -hmm. God. um, That ultimately is why and how I think I am capable of pushing my body, how I do in amidst the competition. Talk about the competitive uh, triathlon community, and uh, obviously you're all uh, very talented individuals in in top form, top fitness, but talk about that community. Has it been a big support for you as a competitive athlete? 100%. The community of USA Triathlon is incredible. I definitely um, am in touch with a lot of people that I have met at races. The network just continues to grow, and even the competitors that I beat and those who beat me overall, it's really exciting because we all show up with an intention and the goal of the finish line. So seeing that intention through with one another is really just an awesome exercise. Well, I've been looking at your 2024 race calendar and uh, a couple of uh, really prime races uh, coming up, competitions, the United States of America uh, triathlon nationals in Atlantic city, and then the worlds in Malaga, Spain. So you have a lot to look forward to. Uh, how do you prepare for these, uh, these events? So, I mean, wh- when do you start preparing and, and what do you need to do to be in optimal physical condition to perform well? So after my first triathlon, I actually got a coach, coach Aubrey Aldi with all endurance, and he formats my training schedule 
So each week he has me doing a variety of exercises of swimming, biking, and running, um, sometimes one per day, sometimes twice per day. Um, so following that very closely and then also prioritizing sleep and nutrition. Um, I'm learning over time because I'm new at this, just how critical those two components are. Um, definitely sleep being probably number one. Now you're working as a teacher as well, and you have to fit in this training in and of around, uh, around that. Um, is that a bit challenging? It is indeed. I have found that it is extremely difficult for me to get up in the morning to train before school. So typically my evenings are fully devoted to training. So you teach theology and you're, you're teaching it to a, a, you know, to young children. Do you incorporate kind of the running aspect into your, uh, your lessons at some point? I do indeed. Um, but overall, I kind of just more encourage my students to dream with God because ultimately mm-hmm. he knows the deepest desires of your heart. I certainly would dream about like the Olympics and stuff when um, I just started running, which might sound crazy, but uh, just really shedding light on the fact like we don't know what God has in store for us. So just dream big and include God in everything and you will be probably amazed at where he takes you. Bless the play, Ron Meyer, chatting once again with Erica Shahowski. She's a competitive triathlete, has uh, done quite well at the United States uh, Triathlon Nationals, and she actually qualified for the Worlds in Malaga, Spain. So she's off and running. Uh, that pun was intended. But let's talk about this whole body, mind, and spirit concept. I think you alluded to that, that uh, all facets of your your being have to be in, uh, in right accord to get the best out of you, to get the, the best results. How do you prepare not only in the physical side, but talk about that body, mind, and spirit connection? Certainly. So actually while at Boston college at the school of theology and ministry, I wrote my thesis on how like running is a spiritual practice that connects us to God. Mm-hmm. And so being able to incorporate that into my training has been huge. I think With physical challenges, we're using our mind to determine maybe our cadence when we're running or how many pedal strokes we're taking or swim strokes. Um, So realizing how interconnected our mind and physical body, while also our spirit, because your spirit has to be there and willing to endure the challenge, um, has just been really incredible. So I definitely think training within the spiritual life. For example, I try and pray the rosary. Well, I do pray the rosary every day. So that spiritual endurance, I think, closely relates to physical endurance. So trying to make sure my mind, body, and spirit is all working on endurance, so to speak, I think is a key. Now, I'm sure all the competitive runners try to adapt some type of philosophy that uh, makes them or gets the best out of them, I should say. Do you find that the faith component is strong in that community as far as the other uh, competitive triathletes? To be completely honest, I don't really think so, um, which I think might differentiate me from those amidst this community mm-hmm. and potentially be a reason of why things are going as they are. <laughs> well, I'm sure you're a bright light and uh, sticking out, so to speak, so people probably will be inquisitive on how you go about things by your example. 
All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we'll talk about the faith life of Erica Shahowski, a competitive triathlete when blessed to play returns after this. O Lord, you see how everywhere the winds have burst forth and the sea is convulsed with the great violence of the rising waves. Command, we beseech you, you who alone are able, both the winds and the sea. Restore to mankind the true peace of your name, that peace which the world cannot give, and the calm of social harmony. Under your favor and inspiration, may man return to do order, and having overthrown the rule of greed, bring back again as ought to be the love of God, justice, charity toward neighbor, temperance in all desires. May your kingdom come. May all recognize that they are subject to you and must serve you who are truth and salvation, that without you they labor in vain. In your law is reason and fatherly kindness. You are ever at hand with your strength and your copious power to help man to keep it. Life upon earth is a warfare, but you watch the contest and aid man to conquer. The weak you sustain, the victor you crown. Amen. Welcome back to Blessed to Play. Ron Meyer joined today by Erica Shahowski. She's a competitive triathlete, has done quite well. Um, she competed in the United States Triathlon Nationals in her age group and qualified for the Worlds, which will be in Malaga, Spain. How about that? Uh, October 17th through the 20th. And um, we look for good results. And she's training quite hard. She's in the grind, so to speak. But she also teaches theology to to students uh, and, uh, you know, really embraces her faith life as well. And Erica, you were born and raised Catholic. You went through Catholic school, but uh, something happened at the University of Dayton that started to blossom your faith. Why don't you tell us about that? Yes. So I started out as a communication major and I actually ended up being a communication major the whole time, but I vividly remember my sophomore year I switched to business briefly, and then I got all the syllabuses and basically chickened out. So <laughs> I went back into communication, but I remember talking to my one roommate, Rose, and telling her in pretty distraught manner that I really just wanted to be a high school theology teacher, but I thought I couldn't because I needed to make money. Mm -hmm. So that is where it all started, and I think I had the worldly um, conception of what success looked like at that time, and I was uh, associating that with money and working my way up the corporate ladder, but quickly I learned um, in a sales job that that was not what I was called to do, and that's not actually the meaning of success. So you ultimately became a theology teacher, which is quite interesting and now affecting students, uh, high school students. So talk about that as a young, uh, competitive athlete and uh, hear that high school students are getting a lot of different philosophies, worldviews out there, and you're presenting one that is very Catholic in nature. Talk about uh, your time as a theology teacher and affecting these students. 
So thus far, my time being a theology teacher has been incredible. I actually serve also in campus ministry. So we put on retreats Mm -hmm. and I help run the liturgies, which is amazing. Um, But definitely it's been rewarding seeing the students think outside of the box and where God is in their lives. He's not just in the classroom or at mass. He's actually in all of your sports, your music lessons, at your home. So helping them see that God truly is in all things um, has been a highlight and something that I continue to try and push uh, to help them see. Now, you mentioned through uh, since your first triathlon, you feel a connection here through the Trinity, uh, the Blessed Mother, and the Saints through training and competing. So uh, triathlons are not fulfilling just your physical or competitive desires, but there's a spiritual desire that is being fulfilled as well. Yes, certainly. So I actually now think about the Trinity when I compete as God being with me in the swim, Jesus being with me on the bike and the Holy Spirit being with me on the run. Um, And then I incorporate also my guardian angel, just knowing that he or she is with me amidst the whole journey. Uh, But one thing in particular that I always think about is this quote um, from the book, The Ignatian Workout by Tim Muldoon. It's, imagine each intake of breath to be a gift given to you by God at this moment, sustaining you and each exhale to be a way of giving over to God everything in you that is imperfect. I feel like overall, this quote is exactly what I'm trying to do when competing giving each breath over to God as a way of just making me closer to him while each breath really recognizing and knowing that that is a gift. So that helps keep me very present. Now, Erica, I think every athlete that I have interviewed on this show has dealt with adversity in the form of injury. And if you compete long enough, you're going to get an injury, no doubt. And this could be a test for athlete, let's face it. And uh, depending on the severity of the injury, but, uh, the injury bug did not shy away from you. In fact, uh, your foot is currently injured. You have a stress injury, and uh, I'm sure this has challenged you in your training routines. It's, it's made you less than 100%. Um, talk about how you handle this time, this kind of downtime, this less than being 100% time. I'm sure your faith plays a, a impact on that, but just as an athlete, it's got to be challenging to be in that state. It is certainly challenging, and unfortunately, this injury occurred a little over a year ago as well, so this is round two of it, and to be completely honest, I did not handle it too well the first go-around when I was only running, Um, so this time, I basically promised God I would not handle this as poorly, so I'm trying to realize that this suffering, mm-hmm. quote unquote suffering that I'm going through is sanctifying and I can still use it to glorify God. And there's also a quote by a, one of my favorite saints, St. Bernadette. It is, it is so good, so sweet, and above all, so beneficial to suffer. So in my mind, when I compete, I'm like, okay, I'm willingly suffering for working towards sainthood, for sanctification, for God. Mm -hmm. But in life, you're not going to always get to choose when you're suffering. Mm -hmm. So in order to be a great saint, you have to kind of take all of this in stride. So I'm trying to remember you can't pick and choose your suffering and you must respond like a saint. So that is what I have been trying to do. 
Blessed to play Ron Meyer chatting today with Erica Shahowski. She's a competitive triathlete. Uh, will com- be competing at the 2024 World Triathlon Championship Finals in Malaga, Spain. And let's talk about the rosary. And I know there's been a, a few athletes that I've interviewed who said that the rosary is a, a perfect prayer when you're training because it's repetitive. It's always going through your mind. But I know you have a special devotion to the rosary. And do you incorporate that mode of prayer while you're training? I do. And initially, it actually started uh, when I was only running, so mm-hmm. about a year and a half ago. And I would pray it during my ice baths. So that's when I began to incorporate it. And then it turned into praying it while on the treadmill and now it's praying it on the bike. So there's definitely been an evolution of it, but I'm very excited to share that. Yeah, I actually prayed it every day in 2023. So I'm trying to pray it again every day in 2024. And I know I mentioned this earlier, but I really do feel like spiritual endurance correlates with physical endurance. So keeping Mary and just like my priorities at the forefront of all my training, I think is extremely helpful. I want you to talk about the concept of trust. And uh, it's it's actually very huge in the spiritual life, but just in general as a, you know, uh, trust is something that people want, something that they don't want broken, but it's also something we do when we're going through something that is less than perfect and and think and uh, rely ultimately on God that we're going to get through this uh, particular situation. But I know you have some thoughts on what trust is and how it affects a competitive athlete. Yes. So I think trust expands outside of others um, into, yes, our relationship with God, but also ourself. Like we need to trust our body that it is prepared to perform and compete, but also trust God that amidst whatever he is having you confront, that he will weave it into a pattern for good. One of my favorite church hymns is how can I keep from singing? So amidst any challenge, I always recall that song and think about that there's so much joy to be had even amidst trials. And something I actually teach my students is God wants you to be happy. Like he doesn't want you to be suffering and miserable. He wants you to be happy. So trusting in that truth, I think can help one view any adversity through a optimistic, joyful lens. Let me just build on that a little bit because trust in the competitive athlete, um, yeah, you have to trust your body. You trust the work that you put in that is going to yield some results. And at the end of the day, if you did everything that you can do, you in some ways have to be satisfied with that. Um, for those of us who competed at, uh, you know, a, a decent level and, and there's competition around us, sometimes we have to focus on another person and trying to beat that person. How do you go about it as a competitive triathlete? Is is it all about the PR, about yourself, or are you actually gauging yourself against other uh, competitive triathletes who are in a particular race? So it's interesting. Getting into triathlons, I really didn't understand that sometimes there would be like a stacked start. Mm-hmm. So, for example, at my first triathlon, I knew I was one of the top females, and I was finally on the run. And I saw one girl in front of me 
And I was thinking, okay, I'll sit on her shoulder and make my move maybe in the last quarter mile. But I got antsy and being competitive, I was like, forget it. I'm going to go past her right now. (laughs) So I went to pass her, which gratefully I did because she had started the triathlon after me. Mm -hmm. So her time was shorter. So by the time I finished ahead of her, the margin of difference was very minimal. So um, it depends based on race. And then also each course is different. So my bike every time is not going to be the same time. It's going to be dependent on the wind, on the hills. And same with the swim, the water, if it's in open water or if it's in a lake, that'll make a difference. So ultimately, I kind of gauge my performance based on place Mm -hmm. versus time. Eric, after this is all said and done, and I'm sure you'll be running and competing for a long time, but uh, giving back, do you want to give back this? You have a unique philosophy because you're incorporating your spiritual principles in a very competitive arena. Would you like to bring this to you know, your teaching theology, but as a coach per se, as uh, the high school level or even beyond that? Yes, I actually volunteered some during cross country season this past fall at St. John Newman here where I teach. And that was very, very fun. And I plan to help when I can with the track season. I think amidst my busy training schedule, it's hard for me to com- commit right now to full-time coaching or assistant coaching. But joining practice when I can uh, is definitely a passion. Well, Erica Shahowski has been our guest, and she's doing a bang-up job as a competitive triathlete. And uh, she's on social media as well. You could connect with Erica on Instagram at tri, T-R-I-4, the number four, sainthood. Uh, go look her up there, and you could follow her as she progresses in her uh uh, tri- triathlete career, uh, competing at the United States Triathlon Nationals and and also at the uh, the World and uh, Malaga, Spain. Erica, thanks so much for the time. It's been uh, great talking to you. Uh, you know, I know you have to be in supreme shape to be a triathlete. It takes a lot of perseverance, and I, I certainly admire those who could persevere and, and uh, perform at the competitive level, but also your faith life as well and that hope within you for sharing it with our listening audience today. Thanks so much for being on Blessed to Play. Thank you so much, Ron. It's been an absolute pleasure. Hey, Blessed to Play fans, check us out on the web at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed the number two play. You can like us on Facebook and hit us up on the platform X at Blessed to Play. For Erica Shahowski, I'm Ron Meyer. We'll catch you next time right here on Blessed to Play. You've been listening to Blessed to Play with host Ron Meyer on the EWTN Global Catholic Network. If you have a question or comment about today's show, feel free to email us at info at blessedtoplay.com. That's blessed, the number two, play.com. You can also connect with the show on the web at www.blessedtoplay.com. Again, that's blessed, the number two, play.com. Join us again next time for Blessed to Play on the EWTN Global Catholic Network.